Hello people, this is John from Post. Looks like me and Sean have talked a lot. Again. This po- this podcast, this episode will be broken down into two parts. Again! So, enjoy the first part and check out the second part afterwards. Okay? Bye! Oh, hi. It's been a while. It's been like a month and a half. But we're here, and I'm trying to talk like Snart. Is it working? I don't think so. We didn't forget about you. No, we didn't. That's what you're thinking. Life is a thing. Life has a way of getting in the way of doing things that you like doing. And let's just say life decided to take over the podcast for a month and a half. Dogs. Those are my dogs. I'm in my garage right now. Yes. Granted, my mom and stepdad just left, so I could have gone back into my room if I wanted to. Eh. But I had already moved out here. <laughs> I already did the thing. I don't feel like going back. Like, okay. I guess. Yeah, so, right. so we've missed a lot. Uh, quite and we're a not going to be covering a lot. Yeah, we're not going to be covering everything, because there was a lot of things that either A, we don't care about, B, not worth enough to talk about, or C, we just forget about. Already happened. Already happened, and we don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Like, let's talk about a Rogue One trailer. Wait, the movie's already out? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Which we won't be talking about until... Technically, next year. Whenever we both decide to end up actually seeing it. Well, you have a better shot at seeing it than I do. For you, it's time. For me, it's time. Well, it's not so much time. It's more of just money. We have the opposite effect. If I had if I had your money, then I'd be able to see it. Because I have all the time in the world, and then I'd have money to do it. So Well, I mean, my job involves me just standing around a lot right now because... It's roughly getting into the 50s in terms of degrees. Yeah, I actually which have... Which means uh, everyone is wearing snowboarding gear outside and walking around. Jeez. I have a friend who lives in Hawaii going to school. And she grew up in California. She flew in to Oakland a couple days ago. Because we're friends on Snapchat too. And she put, did some snaps on her story. And it was 28. I'm like, in Oakland, California? Oh, yeah. That that just doesn't make any sense. NorCal gets cold. Like... SoCal does not. I mean, you're not going to get as cold as we are, because it was 3 degrees no. here the other day. No, but it... Well, I mean, in certain parts it does. Yeah. Like, the more north you go, the colder it will evidently become. Oh, yeah, because, like, we have, uh... We have the Adirondacks up here in upstate New York, and there's one place I've been to. It's called Old Forge, and it's just like, hey, we're getting snow. Cool. How much we getting? Uh, 
maybe an inch to two inch, and then you see Old Forge, and it's like they're getting like eight or nine, and it's like, oh, okay, because they're higher up in the mountains. So, I mean, we there are places in Southern California that get snow, mainly like Big Bear and Mammoth. But if they don't get a lot of snow, they just make their own snow. Yeah. Not the same, but, is, you know, business. Which is a thing. But, no, I mean, there was one time, like, I think it was either last year or the year before, that it snowed on the beach. Like, wow. here in Orange County, like, SoCal, Disneyland area. Um, but it was only at the beach for a couple minutes, and it melted as soon as it hit the ground. Yeah, that happens. Happens here, too. Because it was, like, 40-something? Yeah. Ish? With a nice wind chill factor to get it, like, below the freezing point for water. 32 degrees Fahrenheit, 0 degrees Celsius. Yep. And I think that's ne- it's 273 Kelvin, I want to say. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I never learned Kelvin. Uh, I haven't had a physics class in several years. <laughs> I never so, took a physics class. Physics is fun. It's math with toys, as my mother likes to say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, essentially. Uh, also, speaking of snow, <laughs> um, apologies to anybody or to listeners, to Sean, whatever. There may be a <laughs> snow plow that goes by my house, and I can't stop that because it's been snowing on and off for the past like four or five days. So, and my dogs may randomly start barking. Yeah, you've got dogs. I, I don't got necessarily. Snow I don't necessarily have control over that. I don't have control over snow plows either because if I did, I'd tell them to stop it. <laughs> No, it's a superpower. You just delete the snowplow from existence. Stop time outside of the house. Yeah. Uh, Alright. We occasionally talk about news here. Inside our rants. Um, oh, we usually talk about news sometimes, yep. if we want to. <laughs> uh, but we spend, you know, a couple minutes just rambling for funsies. It's also been... You know, once and a half since the two of us have actually sat down and verbally spoken. So we've we've sent messages to each other. Well, yeah, I mean, we and say it, at least it's mostly me saying I can't do anything this weekend. I got a final project to work on. <laughs> it it's been it's been me complaining about final it, projects being done. It almost almost happened again because I thought I accidentally scheduled this on a. Friday as opposed to a Sunday and my girlfriend was going to get mad at me because it's her birthday last Friday. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Also, I didn't know if I was going to get scheduled for work today, which is weird because I didn't get scheduled today or tomorrow. You're, you guys are going to be hearing this sometime later in the week, but so I'll already have been to Universal Studios. <laughs> so... This is me saying I'm going to Universal Studios in the past, but somehow in the future. Oh. I'm yawning I hope up future a storm. me has a fun time. <laughs> I'm yawning up a storm. I, I mean, I didn't just finish dinner, but I had a lot for dinner. So, I, 
I'm having kind of a carb overload right now. Um, a carb overload? Carb overload. Yeah, because you're combining carbohydrate and yeah. overload together. Voila! Whee! Okay. So shall we get to the news then? Yes. We've got three sections to the geek section. Section. Uh, section. Yes. we got a miscellaneous <laughs> and a Marvel and a DC section. We'll start with miscellaneous. The thing we're all excited for, which if you can't tell from my voice, I'm very excited. <laughs> I'm just all of a sudden tired. I don't know why. Um, Voltron Legendary Defender Season 2. Coming January 20th. And At least sometime in January. I'm not 100% yeah. sure on the date because I saw an article, but articles are sometimes misleading. I mean, they've got a... C- oh, here we go. They've got to come out with an article soon saying what's coming in the the month of January. I think they already did, but I... Did they? I saw it probably. It appears on Facebook for me a lot. And that's well, where I get most of my information I, I see, nowadays. I see a lot of those, but then like what I'll do is I'll look at the comments because I've seen it where like, oh hey, here's what's coming in December, and I'm like, awesome. And I look at the comments, and it's like this. It's it's like November fourteenth of two thousand fourteen, and I'm like, what? I I think yeah. you guys pimped the wrong post. So yeah, I never know if they're true or not. So yeah. Anyway, it's coming in January, and we finally get more of this. Yes, awesome stuff. Like part of there's part of me that wants to go rewatch it, see season one, but there's a part of me that doesn't because. I know what happens. And it just makes me like, I know what episodes I'd like to watch and what episodes I don't want to watch. So I'll just be like, awesome, next episode. And they're like five minutes into it. I'm like, oh, I remember this episode. I didn't particularly like this episode. Skip, next one. So (laughs) me remembering everything that happens just kind of ruins that experience. I feel ya. I feel ya. So, I mean, I'm not going to dog the season. It was amazing. It was freaking like, as someone who had watched absolutely no Voltron, it was an amazing show, and I can't wait for season two. But there's just that part of me that's like, I can't go back to watch season one. I want to, I really do, but like, I can't. <laughs> so, yeah. Dog. A special guest appearance. My dogs. How many dogs do you have? Like three? Four. Four. Because I know I don't remember... I don't remember her name, but there's the one that's always like in your room. Yep, that's my dog. And then what? You have like three yippy dogs? Uh, two of them are yippy and one of them's just a bitch. Ah. Uh, well. Like literally and figuratively. I was gonna say, <laughs> technically speaking, you're probably correct. Uh-huh. She is. Um. <laughs> so, next news piece that actually has an article attached to it. Yeah, that uh, Dropbox decided to crash on me. That's that's always fun. <laughs> you got all excited too because you're like, "Yes, I can click the links from the thing in Dropbox," and then it just crashes. 
<laughs> uh, story of my life with this phone. It's gonna hit the junk pile soon. Yeah. By the um, time this comes out, I'll already have my new phone. <laughs> so, es- essentially, the way you can think about the DuckTales reboot is that it's it's part SNL and part Doctor Who. Because with that, a little of with a little bit of community sprinkled oh yeah. on top. Because I mean, you've and got same with Parks and Rec part, as well. You've got community star Danny Pudi as Huey, Parks and Rec alum Ben Schwartz as Dewey, SNL veteran Bobby Moynihan as Louie, uh, Raising Hope. I recognize the name. I recognize that, but I don't remember what it is. Kate Castle Mitucci. I'm not going to pronounce that last Machucci name. As Webby Vanderquack, which is the the girl, like at the same as the same age as Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, Castle Nam. This 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 name, this name is just redonkulous. Talks. So we're going to skip over that. A lot. A log. A Alagandoy. That's my guess. <laughs> And that's why I decided not to say it. Mrs. Beakley, another SNL cast member, Beck Bennett as Launchpad. He's one of the newer ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, yeah. the big, big news. David Tennant as Scrooge McDuck. Which is pretty funny, because uh, Andre Black Nerd said that I don't remember DuckTales. It was like not. I'm not gonna say it wasn't during my time. It was just by the time I started remembering things, it had already passed. So I didn't. I didn't see that show that often. But apparently, um, Scrooge, yeah, uh, Scrooge McDuck had. Um. He he had a. Uh, he kind of does. He had like a. A bit of an Scottish accent. accent. Thank you. Yeah, you could. Um, it's very prevalent in the Christmas Carol movie. Yeah, because he obviously plays Scrooge. Yeah. Um. So it it makes sense. Um. They they showed old episodes of Ducktales all the time back when Disney XD was Toon Disney. Back before it became JetX and then oh Disney God, XD. JetX. It flipped hands within Disney itself like three times. Yeah. Because JetX used to be on ABC Family, and then they moved it to Toon Disney, and then turned it all into Disney XD, and then ABC Family became free for. Yeah. And you, you have to say it like that when addressing the name of free the for. channel. <laughs> it, it's ridiculous. Um. As you put it earlier, it's ridiculous. Disney XD, is that where that's going to be? All right. Oh, no, they, they yeah. made the announcement. Is that where the show is going to be? Yep, we'll premiere this summer on Disney XD. Oh, yeah, okay. And that's where we have Star Wars Rebels, the Marvel Animation, and Pokemon, as well as Digimon. Wait, Pokemon's on, on Disney there. now? Mm-hmm. The Sun and Moon anime is going to be... On Disney XD. Wow. Cartoon Network lost out. Yeah, they did. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. 
That's huge. Yeah. And then we've got Nintendo pairing up with Universal to add uh, parks or parts of yeah. the park as Nintendo themed stuff. I need a Zelda pot smashing attraction. Honestly, I feel like it'd be cool if there was like. What they really need to do is they need to make like a level where you can walk like almost kind of virtual reality uh-huh where you can like walk around as zelda and you can like break pots and you get like uh, a bow Link. and arrow Zel- zelda's the princess yeah i know i told you i'm tired i've got like <laughs> remember i the- sent you the uh the link dump of just pictures of link yeah shits and giggles yeah because it was links and shit yeah Back when I actually was clever. (laughs) (laughs) This semester has killed me. I was gonna. Well, it has. You'll get it back just in time to lose it next month. More so, my brain just needs a a detox. I've lost all my cleverness due to essays. Yeah. Because I put it into an essay about superheroes. And. I also have another podcast that we just wrapped up for the year this past well not this past Tuesday like this upcoming Tuesday but last week's Tuesday you, so you can't promote it you know I'm okay with it oh I know I promoted it at the end oh okay the iZombie podcast one that I do that I have on my Twitter profile and stuff yeah my whole my whole profile Twitter profile is just filled with podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, We've got two two podcasts and a website. I've got three podcasts with technically a website because of Ace of Geeks. But that's I, also a podcast. And then I completely removed one other one because I'd rather not talk about that one. They're burning themselves to the ground. Yep. Shot themselves in the foot months ago, and now it's just starting to hurt now. So. It's starting to hurt now, and they're also throwing gasoline on themselves while smoking. Yep. <laughs> anyway. They're playing a very dangerous game. <laughs> but you back onto the whole Nintendo uh, thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've there was some Pokemon Go stuff as well. Starbucks is now has a Pokemon Go drink and their Pokestops. So now, when I go to work, the Starbucks had like the two Starbuckses that are by my work because there's two in the area that I work, already have Pokestops in front of them. So now there's just a second Pokestop there. Mm. So I walk over to the fountain, and I'm in between two Pokestops. And then there are other ones across the street from a movie theater. And the movie theater, for some reason, is a Pokestop. Speaking of Pokemon Go, did you manage to catch a Pikachu with the Santa hat on? I got a Santa Chew. Yeah, believe it or not. There is a Santa hat Raichu out there as well. Yeah, there's... um there's where we live um there's a gym like six houses down because i think it's like a civil war monument or world war ii something like that and it just kind of sits there as at like um in a small park at like a a y intersection yeah and um it's a gym and currently the pokemon that was used to defeat the gym 
was a Raichu with a Santa hat on. And uh, just randomly, because I was downstairs before this for a Sunday dinner. We liked, My mom likes to make Sunday dinner. My sister comes down and we eat, blah, blah, blah. That's where I, that's where I was talking to you from. It was essentially just on the couch downstairs. And um, I just randomly loaded up Pokemon Go. And I'm like, eh, see what's around, just for the hell of it. Because I don't have Pokeballs, because I just have a tablet with no data. I have to, like... I can go to the library, but it would mean literally, like, sitting there. And I've thought about it, because they might have comics. I don't know. But anyway. Um, so I loaded it up. It's just all books about Minecraft. There you That's go. All. Um, <laughs> I, I loaded it up the app, and I'm, like, waiting and waiting and waiting. I see on the bottom in the tracking area that all I see is a Venonat. And I'm like, really? That's it? And then two more silhouettes showed up, and the far right silhouette I could tell was the Pikachu wearing the Santa hat. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I click I click the, the thing to bring up more silhouettes, and there were quite a few of them. And I'm like, all right. And as soon as I went away from the tracking thing, just like six Pokemon popped up, and one of them was the Pikachu wearing a Santa hat. And my sister who came down, she lives like quarter of a mile away up on top of the hill in her own place and i go hey have you caught a pikachu with a sand head on she's like no i haven't and i'm like well there's one around if you want it and she's like really she opened it up and she caught it and i'm like awesome apparently it was a 71 <laughs> so she's like she tried a pokeball it didn't work and she's like oh great i gotta use one of my ultra balls all right and she caught it the first yeah time, so. um it's harder to catch than the standard Pikachu, but you're going to find it weaker than most Pikachu. Yeah. So, she got one. I was sad. But they've also increased the spawn rate of Pikachu yeah. to give it more of a chance to spawn a Santa Chew. Didn't they just up the spawning anyway? Just overall? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I I noticed that on in the last week of uh, school. Yeah, because it... I was... Instead of studying, I was walking around <laughs> playing Pokemon Cause, uh, because that's what I do. I remember, like, <laughs> I would set my tablet here and I would open it up and there'd be, like, one or two that pop up. But like I said, when I opened it up, like, you know, an hour and a half ago, it was just, like, eight of them popped up. And I'm like, oh, okay. So. Yeah, they're slowly working to get that a little better. Um, and we also have the Gen 2 babies. Yeah. Yeah now and ditto eggs. ditto is out there as well i forgot to mention that yeah the day after ditto came out into the wild uh i was at school working on a project this was during thanksgiving week and i saw pidgey just spawn because i was playing pokemon go whatever and it was my first catch of the day my first catch in like three days and it was a ditto nice did like, you did you tell you actually caught it yeah nice it disguises itself as the lesser pokemon which are now no longer going to be in eggs as well yeah like, but like pidgeys and it, stuff yeah pidgeys rattatas and whatnot only thing is though that's only with the new eggs you collect from pokestop so any eggs you currently have still have a chance to have yeah those pokemon in them with no chance of the johto baby pokemon no chance no chance in hell. So the new eggs will have the chance of egg babies and no Pidgey Rattata nonsense. 
And Gen 2 is supposed to be trickling through, I guess? I mean, this is a great way of doing it, is sort of trickling in the babies of the, uh, of some of the Gen 1s. Yeah. And then we also have a full evolution line for Togepi, and to with Togetic. Oh, uh, yeah. We don't get to see Togetic's evolution until Generation 4 or 5. So that'll be a while. Yeah, it's gonna be a while. And also with Generation 4 and 5, we get evolutions of Magmar and Electabuzz. Yep. And Magnum, Magneton. Yeah. Yes, we do. And a few others. Yeah. But, enough about Pokemon. I say, we went on about Pokemon. I just wanted to get all that out there. <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking of Doctor out, Who. Sorry, speaking of out there, this is something I didn't see happening. Superheroes and Doctor Who. Yeah, we've known about this for. Well, a I while. mean, we've known about it, but like I've even I've known about it, but like it was yeah. still surprising. Like, hey, there's a superhero with Doctor Who. Like, I feel like they're trying to like piggyback off the CW shows. Who knows? Which would be a really point. interesting crossover. Well, I mean, you already have Arthur Darville. That is true, actually. That who would be we will talk about later. God, can you imagine <laughs> can you imagine how crazy it would be to have a C, like a CW crossover with Doctor Who and like mm, when everything yeah. happens, like the doctor like meets the time traveling cast and all of a sudden he's just like he's like oh wow okay and then time traveling and then, and then like Rip Hunter walks <laughs> in and he's like who's this old man and then all of a sudden you just see the doctor's face drop like Rory and then Mick will be like no that's me yeah yeah. he's be like or, what do you want Rory from Arrow you'll, you'll have Ragman go in and say wait do I know you right <laughs> that was like because see that's what i want to happen like i don't know if it would happen but like having it in con continuity would be great like you know doctor who takes place on earth like 76 you know and like instead of our instead of you know darville being rory he's rip hunter in this earth and i think yeah. that'd be cool it's a very intriguing concept, but again, that's crossing the streams a little too much. Eh. It worked with Supergirl I mean, and Flash being on two different networks because same showrunners. Yeah. Also, but, something we may have down the line is an Arrowverse Supernatural crossover. So I'm just throwing that out there. Because Stephen Amell has said he wants to be on Supernatural. Whether he plays a different character or they actually try to bring the Supernatural world into the Arrowverse is another thing entirely. But but they already have that with Constantine. They already and have And you that. see how they treat they him. They already... Well, they could only get him in for one episode. And they, they're still trying to get him in. Yeah. But... He's an actor who needs food. Yeah. So he's picking up other acting jobs here and there, including voice cast work. Yep. Which we will talk about in a bit. Yes. 
But we got the Doctor Who Christmas special. It's been a year without any sort of Doctor Who nonsense. And it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so we are introduced to the ghost, super-powered masked vigilante. He's a hero who has a special talent for sweeping ladies off their feet. And as a uh, returning companion, Nardole puts it, he seems nice. <laughs> Rest of the story focuses on brains and jars, or are they really alien life forms? Doctor seems to think so. Will he team up with the ghost? We won't know until Christmas. The bigger question is, does the ghost die and come back to life with the help of his father? You know, that would be too meta. (laughs) And would probably hurt my brain a little too much. Because I would just be screaming at my television. Uh, Yeah, I can understand that. But I'm... I'm just ready for new Doctor Who. Yeah, like, like it has been too. They've they've it been took uh, a Sherlock long hiatus yeah. almost. They've uh they've been posting and yet people in the Power Ranger fandom they, decide to complain about these hiatuses. Yeah, they they've been posting uh, clips and stuff onto their YouTube for Sherlock? channel. No, Doctor Who. Oh, and uh, some of the clips they've posted recently is from uh, the husbands of River Song, the Christmas special last uh. year. And yeah. uh, I still have it on my computer from when I downloaded the it to watch is it. In and uh, oh, it's a bobby pin in there. Okay. I went back and I I rewatched it because I it was a good it was a good episode. I do I do think the doctor took a little bit too much time to say who he was, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's over a year old. There's okay. no point complaining about it. <laughs> huh. What a novel concept. <laughs> Not complaining about something after it's been a year? Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, certain fandoms. Yeah. Uh. Alright, so then let's move on over to the Marvel stuff. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gave uh, their character Yo-Yo a spin-off. On YouTube. Oh, is that what With that is? five... Yeah. But, the more important thing is, Marvel Chief Creative Officer Joe Casada was the director of this miniseries. And it's his first time directing anything in terms of, like, TV film. So, that is more important to me. It... Yeah. Keep it talking. It deals with Yo-Yo Keep talking for and... a second. I gotta blow my nose. Okay. It deals with Yo-Yo and her time between season three and season four and how she gets revenge on someone who killed her cousin, I think. Um, Clark Gregg calls Kasada one of the legendary Shaolin ninja priests of Marvel. Um, Let's see. What else? Episodes run between three and six minutes long and release simultaneously. So it been so it's bingy, and uh, yeah, Agents of Shield will return back on Tuesday, January tenth, on ABC. So there's that little mini series. Um, I'm not caught up with Agents of Shield, so I have no idea what it's dealing with. I know that this upcoming second half of 
season four is going to deal with life model decoys, which were introduced in the first half of the season, but that first half dealt with Ghost Rider. There may be a Ghost Rider show in the works. I'm not entirely sure. People are talking about it, so that might be fun. Uh, on the other topic of Ghost Rider, they introduced a yet another Ghost Rider who is a Native American lady. And she turns into a ghost rider. It's Marvel being Marvel, you know? Like, was that was it an actual character? Before uh, they yeah, put him in Aces of Shield? No, no, no. This ghost rider is going to be in the comics. Oh, right okay. now. Gabriel Luna's Robbie Reyes existed in the comics before coming to the screen. So, they're not making anything television exclusive just yet. Okay. That transitions over to the comics other than the agents of shield comic which i don't think exists anymore um but yeah and on more important to me marvel news (laughs) i mean come on this is important for me too true but you know you know me i'm the guardians of the galaxy guy yeah Uh, both animation and movies so we've got the well, we've actually got a few trailers released for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Um, and we get Baby Groot, which yep. is not only voiced by Vin Diesel, but is mo-capped by Vin Diesel this time around as well. Really? Yeah. And he's in a little Star-Lord costume, and it is adorable. Yeah. And it's just, I am Groot. I am Groot. That I mean, that trailer... It's just adorable. That trailer was just amazing like off the, the chains i am so stoked <laughs> like guardians of the galaxy was like one of my favorite uh hold for snowplow yep uh, all right we're good <laughs> <laughs> i told you um was pr- it's probably one of my favorite marvel movies i'm not gonna lie like, it's definitely... It's top five, close to top three. Doctor Look. Strange might actually hit that for you as well. Because Doctor yeah. Strange was at that same sort of level of Strangest. Ooh! Sirens! Awesome. Sirens okay. Sirens to you are snowplows for me. Well, yeah, because apparently shit just keeps happening here. Well, um, you're, you're, you're but, in California. So True. Yeah, I don't think you're as bad as southern Chicago, but still. Who knows, man? Who knows? But yeah, no, it, Guardians is still one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yep. Uh, Doctor Strange is also up there. because Which I have to wait until it comes out on Blu-ray and DVD so I can watch it. Yeah, you're, you're going to get a kick out of it. I mean, it does talk about magic-y woo-woo stuff, and yeah. you might be asking me... Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck is that? I mean, it happens. Um, which I do know. Uh, I do know enough about the mystic cosmic Marvel stuff now, courtesy of some YouTube channels, that I'm actually able to answer some of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you'll like, forever know more than me. There's a item in the the movie called the Staff of the Living Tribunal, and the Living Tribunal is like this mystical cosmic being who is almost essentially god of the Marvel Universe. There is one more person above him 
in terms of like godliness. Thanos? No, Thanos is actually below. Thanos falls let's see, he falls on well, actually he's not even a celestial. There's several different tiers of celestial cosmic mystic beings, and Thanos sort of falls into slightly better than Franklin Richards, whose mutant power is to bend reality. But below the Celestials. Huh. And the Living Tribunal is above the Celestials. And then we've got the One Above All, who, by his name, is the One Above All. Who is essentially the god of the Marvel Universe. Now, is he, being Doctor Strange, is he going to be in Infinity Wars? Doctor Strange? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's also, there is the after credit scene, which I don't really want to spoil, but in order for it to make sense, I would have to spoil it, because uh. he talks to a specific character, oh. and it sets it up for possibly being in a future Marvel movie before Infinity War. Oh, okay. And no, it's not Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> it's Batman. That's Tony Stark. He's in. He's going to be playing a big part in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yep. Kind of like a father figure. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but Doctor Strange was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, because we, this episode came out right before I went and saw it, so I haven't even given my take on it. But there's some time travel woo-woo in it. Woo-woo? Yeah. Wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. And it was fantastic because it created probably one of the greatest memes of the later part of this year. Really? (laughs) Yeah. It's... You probably have seen it. It's the I have a bargain or I come to you with a bargain or something like that meme. Okay. Well, it's a pivotal point towards the climax of the movie. And... It it is just so dumb but hilarious at the same time that this actually worked. Um, there's some little references here and there. I mean, in the opening like cityscape, you do see Avengers Tower. You do get little tidbits here and there about like the Sokovia Accords and this, that, and the other because you know it's Marvel, so hashtag it's all connected. <laughs> Well, I I went to the Wikipedia. Loosely. I went to the Wikipedia Loosely page connected. to see if there was a uh, DVD Blu-ray date, but there is nothing. Well, it did just come out at the beginning of last month, so I believe would believe say... it or not, it came out in Hong Kong October thirteenth, which is almost a month before we got it. Uh huh. Yeah, Hong Kong's a big market. They made a lot of money from this too. Oh yeah. The budget was 165 mil. They made 652.9 mil. Yep. That's money right and there. And it's only going to skyrocket once uh DVD the DVD sales. comes out. Yeah. And so I would say about March, Aprilish. I want to say around the time of WonderCon. I may which have Which is to, in late uh, March. I may have to do a thing I did with Civil War. We'll have to see. 
if I really want to watch it. Well, I mean, you may look out and find something good. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and then continuing on the whole Guardians thing, <laughs> get uh, back to something Guardians. that I've something that I've actually known since about August, courtesy of uh, a certain person that I ran into at a certain convention who works for Telltale. Uh, he kind of accidentally we let are. it slip. Yeah, he kind of accidentally let it slip <laughs> without knowing that he slipped it. Yeah. Because I talked about how I reviewed Guardians of the Galaxy, and he's like, oh yeah, we're do- definitely doing a Marvel property. And I'm like, you say that right after I said what I do on the Marvel report? Interesting. And and what kind of sucks also is that he didn't tell me. He knew, but he uh, just still didn't uh, tell me. I didn't tell anyone. Nope. Not even Emily. My girlfriend. She didn't even know. So. But the trailer for um, the Telltale game, it's it it's literally just a giant cassette tape floating through space. Yep. Which means I'm going to have to make another playlist on Spotify. Which is going to be the... i got to find the right name for it. Well, it's not a cassette tape. It's a. It's a. It's a, it's a cassette player. Cassette player. Okay. And in the cassette in it is the Rad Mix Volume One, yeah. which now means I have to figure out how to fit Rad, Cosmic, and Awesome into one phrase together. You know what I think the best thing to come out of Guardians of the Galaxy is soundtrack. Yes. Because all of the songs that are on it, well, not all, but probably like 75% of the songs on a soundtrack, I have listened to on multiple occasions. And then all of a sudden, we were like, hey, this soundtrack is great. This song from it's great. I'm like, yeah, I probably know all the words to that song. It's like, me too. He's like, no, I knew all the words for it like five years ago. <laughs> I'm like a hipster when it comes to the music for this show or for this, like, Franchise. 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 Yeah. Because my I grew up on it because my dad listens to it. You know, Earth, Wind, yeah. and Fire, and the Kinks, and... Uh, Joan Jett. Joan, Joan Jett. I mean, so many names from the 1960s and 1970s, even the 50s. And I knew all of that music. Well, not all of it, but again, a good majority of it before Guardians of the Galaxy came out. So when when I heard about it, I actually told my dad, and I'm like, you'd probably actually really like the soundtracks to these to this movie because of all the music that's on it. Yeah. So one thing this won't come out until 2017 because Telltale is finishing up Batman. I which it was over. I got an email for us. Well, it just came out. Uh, the finale did. Which I somehow got a Steam code for the first four episodes. Nice. Yeah. I don't know how. I just did. I from s- Telltale. Uh, don't play games on Steam, he, though. He's pulling... Well, I mean, if you don't want them, I'll take it. Okay. That's <laughs> just for you to do what you want with it. I mean, if you want it, I, I'm not gonna... <laughs> Look, man, it's up to I- you. That's that's your thing, man. Oh yeah, you make the decision. 
Well, yeah, the it's just because I signed up as press for uh, San Diego Comic-Con, it automatically linked me to a bunch of just, like, things. So I get press emails like crazy for comic yeah. books, TV shows, movies, video games, etc. Things I'm not even interested in. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't know if you could give that key away. If it's especially supposed to be a press key... It's probably oh, bad juju to give it away. Yeah. I'm, so I'm probably not going to give it away. <laughs> I wish I could. But I can't. I'm, and to be honest, it's like... I watched somebody play the the first episode of it. And it was like... It's alright. The only way I'd want to watch all of it, kind of, is... Uh, two of the voice actors in it. Uh, technically three, because Troy Baker does Batman... And Bruce Wayne. Uh, Troy Tra- Baker's in all of them. Tra- He's literally yeah. in all of them. Travis Willingham did Harvey Dent. His wife, Laura Bailey, who's also a voice actress, did uh, Catwoman. And in the Batman Telltale games, Harvey Dent and Catwoman are in a relationship. So that's also funny. You've got a husband and wife playing a couple. A couple. <laughs> a supervillain couple. Yeah. Where is Harvey Dent? I don't know. You tell me. I haven't seen him in a week. <laughs> but yeah. I may see if I can get myself a, a copy of this. Because that might be fun. Well, you've already got a copy of it. You just need a Steam account. No, I mean the Guardians one. Oh. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Oh, dude. And also, do we know... Did they say if they're bringing the movie cast, or is it going to be the um, the animation cast? Nothing has been said about it. Nothing. So, either cast is great. Oh yeah, either cast is going to be great. It's just, you know, depends on who has the time. Also, money. Yeah, money too. Because you kind of they, kinda they didn't bring in Kevin Conroy for the Telltale game. To be fair, though, like he does, he did Batman, but there have been a lot of Batmans. Like when you, when you think when you think Batman, you think Kevin Conroy, but there have also been or Adam people, West or Adam West, but and there's <laughs> other people that have done Batman voices. Yeah. So, I mean, there was oh, my the, dog is still know, barking. There was The Batman, which is on Netflix. That wasn't done by Conroy, but of course it's a younger version. You know? And there have been other... I mean, hell, they didn't get him to do the one for the Lego movie. That's somebody else. So, I mean... I don't know. Man, part of me wants to go back and watch... Uh... Justice League again. It was so good. Am I alone here? I think I'm alone here. I think he got up. All right. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. I can't wait for this to come out. I can't wait to see who they get to do the voices for these characters. Because I I agree with Sean that it really doesn't matter which cast they get. It's going to be great, whether it's one or the other or a mixture um 
But I think that's really all we can talk about for that. Um, the next thing we have is the Spider-Man trailer. Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Yes. Uh, there was two. Welcome back, by the way. Um, yeah, sorry, dogs were being a little <laughs> annoying, so I just brought them all in. I, I didn't even know you left. All of a sudden, I'm like, so what do you think? Oh, okay, he got up. All right, well. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotta just do that. It's one of my many talents. It's just disappearing randomly. Um. So, well, I mean, I'm just excited for the Guardians game. That's all. Yeah, we got two trailers, and it's pretty great. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yes. I'm very happy. Have I seen this one? Yes, I have. It's weird because, like, I compared the two and they're the same trailer. One's a has, like, a little bit extra to it. And because it was the international trailer or whatever. But essentially, yeah. They're essentially the same trailer. Nothing too fancy. Nothing to shake a stick at, as the kids say. No, the kids don't say that. Um, but yeah, it's looking like a bit closer to what Spider-Man was in like the comics a little bit more. And uh, we do have uh, Robert Downey Jr. being... Tony Stark, once yeah. more, being more like a father figure this time around, like he was in Iron Man 3 to that one kid with uh, the thingy-majigger that helped him rebuild his suit. And it'll be his first solo movie. Um, and then it, the article goes on to talk about the other two Spider-Man movie franchises that, uh, yeah don't really matter anymore because uh let's see they're uh they've been out for more than a year at this point so no no shits are given <laughs> yeah, see, um see, like, and it does i think it does confirm that the vulture will be in it well yeah so he's the bad guy that. he came crashing down in a building yeah and uh yeah yeah because like I'm watching, like, the link you have for the Spidey trailer, I'm watching it. There's two trailers. I have them going at the exact same time. It is literally the same trailer. Not even lying. It is beat for beat, music, music, video, everything. It is the same exact trailer. Oh, fascinating. <laughs> and it's like... This is what I'm talking... Like, there was an international trailer, but the two, like... One of them is Spider-Man Homecoming official trailer 2017, Tom Holland, Marvel Superman, blah, blah, blah. The other one is just first official trailer for Spider-Man Homecoming. They are literally the same thing. Mm. I guess someone done goofed. I don't know. I'm not the editor of the movies and TV section. Who was? Brittany. Yeah. I don't She's know a lovely you know. person, though. Okay. She's I a didn't lovely know. Well, person. I'm not mad at her. I'm not going to just, like, bitch in her face or anything like that. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the same exact trailer. 
there is an international one out there that's shorter. Like these are two minutes and sixteen seconds. The international trailer is like a minute twelve or minute sixteen. So mm, okay. And then we also get the sequel announcement. Before literally the... less than twenty four hours after the trailer dropped. Yeah. And so the sequel will officially land Friday, July fifth, twenty nineteen. And it's two months after the Untitled Avenger sequel on May third, twenty nineteen. And that's all that is about that. It just kind of says the trailer and recaps what what's going on. And then the last little bit of news. Fox won't let the X-Men franchise just die. Nope. I mean, there are some Legion trailers that hit as well. Legion will premiere, I believe, sometime next month. So if you're interested in that, that'll be on FX. That's enough said about that. Um... There's supposedly going to be another movie that's going to start filming in May. Whether or not uh, Jennifer Lawrence will be a part of it as Mystique, we don't know. She recently said she'd love to be on Guardians of the Galaxy as Mystique. I'm like, that's never going to happen. That's not going to happen. I don't think Mystique's ever been in space. Also, you know, Fox still owns the rights to Mystique. Fox is still being an asshole about it. Yeah. And it's funny because... It's because she was saying it jokingly because she recently co-starred in a movie with Chris Pratt that just came out, the Passengers movie. Yeah, and I people have torn that movie apart. I didn't I didn't, there's there's a reason and it's got to do with her character, but I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but apparently they treated her character horribly by the end. Oh, delightful. So, yeah. Yeah. We've got... Oh, there were some Logan trailers and stuff. So the final Hugh Jackman Wolverine movie where he's an old dude. And it introduces, I believe, X-23 and once again, Patrick Stewart reprising his role as uh, uh, Professor X. God, I blanked for a second. It happens. But yeah, so... Oh, and Deadpool 2 is in the works. But it changed directors, and God knows what's going on with that movie. Um, Not really much else to say, because there's not much in terms of knowledge of what's going to be there, in terms of the movie. It may be... The new Mutants project that's being in the works. It may not be. Who knows? Um, but the last two movies really haven't gotten much in terms of uh, reception. For Days of Future Past and Apocalypse. So, we'll see. And that does it for the Marvel stuff. Moving on to other stuff. Over on the Detective Comics Comics side, because people say DC Comics, DC stands for Detective Comics, so Detective Does Comics Does it really? Comics. Uh-huh. Huh, I never knew that. It's like saying ATM machine. Yeah. Automatic teller machine machine. Okay. 
So, we've got a Justice League Dark clip for the Justice League Dark animated movie with uh, the world's world's favorite reluctant sorcerer, John Constantine. <laughs> reluctant sorcerer. He's like, oh, fuck it. Again? I guess. I mean, like, Superman's out, so I guess I have to do something. The only thing that would have made this more awesome is if it was in continuity. With the Arrowverse? With the Arrowverse. Oh, I wish. And this one shows off John Constantine's poker skills. Which, um, no, it, he doesn't have any poker skills. It's him using magic. He sort of changes his luck whenever he wants to. Oh, there was wow. an episode in the Constantine show that uh, he sort of changed his luck when betting on the pony races so he can get some money. That's how John made his money. Hmm. But, yeah. It's a direct-to-video animated film. Killer gambling skills and even suggesting that David Copperfield is a real magician. And Chris Angel isn't. (laughs) but yeah so (laughs) i just wanted to say that because i really really don't like chris angel he's kind of a dick so justice league dark will release on january 24th on digital hd for 19.99 hd 14.99 sd and February 7th on Blu-ray slash DVD, a deluxe gift set Blu-ray, which will include a Constantine figure, in addition to exclusive behind-the-scenes content, including an early look at the upcoming Teen Titans The Judas Contract animated film. Which, uh, just take a wild guess which one I'm probably going to be getting. <laughs> I think it's easy to tell. Because I need a Constantine figure in my life. Yeah. I have a miniature Flash figure. That I won in a contest. Thanks, Deadpool Ranger. <laughs> Kyle from the Long Box Cast slash Victory Road. Great guy. Fun times. Um, and then, because Batman is a part of Justice League Dark, I was going to make the best transition ever and realize it would have been too long of a transition. No 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 Batman solo movie. Confirmed for a 2018 release. It's gonna start filming sometime next year. Who really cares? According to Deadline, former president of Creative Development and Worldwide Production Greg Silverman dropped the news about his solo outing in The Batman. Because that's apparently the title of the movie is The Batman. Oh yeah, 2018 is going to be huge. The second Fantastic Beasts movie, which ready, by the way, ready, amazing one. Oh god, I can't wait for that movie. Yes. Then we also have Aquaman, a Scooby Doo movie, which I did not and, know it was coming. 
Lego Ninjago? Yeah. Question mark? It, it rings a bell. I don't remember exactly what that is, but it's... Yeah. Ninjas. Lego Ninjas. Yep. I'm a Lego yeah, Ninja. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts, the first movie, pretty solid. Pretty solid. Oh, money, why do you elude me? And so... Since it's still far off, it can change whenever. Uh, the Flash is supposed to drop in 2018 also, but has been removed from the schedule because they can't seem to find a director. Yep. And Justice League 2 has also been pushed back, rumor has it, for the Batman. And there's a rumor going around that they may just combine the Flash Cyborg movie into one. Just for funsies. I mean, it would be interesting to somehow, like, meld them. Like, you could have... Like, obviously, they're not going to go the CW. If if it's going to be an origin story, then you could make it, like... He's still going to get hit by a lightning bolt that oh, yeah, he well, somehow sent himself. Well, like, you could or make it... the Speed Force incarnation of Well, see, my question is, how are bolt? they going to do the cyborg origin story? Boom tube. He gets into a huge car accident and he gets replaced with parts of a boom tube made from Prometheum, which was introduced in an episode of Supergirl fairly recently. Because I know, because the only origin story I know is the one from like the Justice League War, like the newer animated things, like for like more mature-ish. Yeah. And it's, you know, he grabs the he grabs the thing from inside of the floating thing, and then it goes kaboom, and then they try to fix him, but then, like, the alien tech that was apparently now inside him grasped onto the human tech and turned him into cyborg. So, that's that, the only one I know. That might actually be what, what they're going for. Because if it is, and it has to do with kind of the same alien invasion type thing... Then you could still have, you know, well, because how did he, how did Flash get his powers? I know the whole, like, electricity thing, but, like, like, the lightning bolt, but, like, how? Well, there's several different origin stories. The one that most people claim is that Barry himself created the Speed Force. So, when he died and became part of the Speed Force... He went back in time and hit himself with a lightning bolt that turned him into the Flash, thus causing a, a loop. loop. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Which may or may not be the prevailing theory as to why Barry disappears in 2024. Actually, yeah, that's a good thing. That's, a, that's an interesting thing. Well, so so what you're saying is he goes back... Hits himself with a lightning bolt and then goes back. Well, no, because he's got to go back. Because we had the whole... He left... Uh, that's getting that's getting into Flash. I'm not going to start that. That's, gonna, that's a whole different discussion we'll get to in a bit. Well, <laughs> again, who knows where they're going to go with on the TV show, but that's how they sort of did it in the comics. Before the New 52, before Crisis on Infinite Earth... No, after Crisis on Infinite Earths, but before Infinite Crisis, 
Wow. Because Infinite Crisis is when Barry came back. And then, let's see, the whole new 52 happened, and then DC Rebirth happened, and now we have two Wally Wests in the DC comic verse. We've got Wally West as the Flash, who leads the Titans, and then we've got New 52 Wally West, who is Kid Flash. Huh. And New 52 Wally West is who uh, Wally West on the Flash TV show is based off of. Gotcha. Minus the fact that New 52 Wally West has red lightning, while Flash wet, uh, Flash TV show Wally has, has yellow. like a yellow gold lightning. Yeah. While both Jay and Barry have like a redder lightning. As like a well reddish. As, as well not as, as uh, not as much as reverse flash does. As, yeah, reverse flash is like a maroonish red, right? Yeah, his is like a deep red. Yeah. And then Zoom has the the, the blue, blue of the Velocity Eight. Yep. Also he's kinda just a dick bag, so they gave him a dick bag color. Yeah. Same as uh <laughs> what's her face that disintegrated. Oh yeah, uh, Ricochet or Trajectory. Trajectory. Trajectory, yeah. Ricochet is someone else. Whoever the fuck Ricochet is. <laughs> Probably DC's counterpart to Slingshot. Yo-Yo. I wouldn't know. Well, Yo-Yo is a speedster in the Marvel Universe. Oh yeah. Her, I, I she didn't... has super speed. Only for like, only she can temporary, only... right? She can run as far as she can in a single heartbeat. And then is slingshot back to her starting position. That is so weird. So she can run around a room and go back to the starting position and be fine. Yeah, that's weird. Just, yeah. bring, in, just bring in Quicksilver. Uh, he's dead. In the movies. <laughs> I'm talking in... Oh, oh yeah, they are connected. He's dead. Yeah. He's very dead. I keep forgetting that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is connected to the movies because, you know... Though Infinity War may bring him back because of a certain Infinity Gem. Well, because see, also, with with X-Men moving on, you can't... Like, I feel like that's the reason why... At least one of the reasons why they killed off Quicksilver in in the cinematic universe is because he's in also... X-Men and they didn't want that clashing but with Hulk, with X-Men essentially getting what their 8th or ninth reboot they can try to bring... We don't Quick- even know if it's a reboot yeah. to be honest. They could try to bring Quicksilver back in the MCU to see, be like, you know, give a middle finger to Fox and be like, ah, fuck you, we took over. <laughs> yeah. Um, Keep, but <laughs> we've been moving away from the Marvel so, stuff. So many tangents today. Yeah. So Justice League Dark will happen. Batman will happen. Uh, the Justice League solo movie, November seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. So that's a little less than a year from now. Yep. And that's all for movie stuff. Uh, we've got one little thing about news. It's flash casting news for a character known as Gypsy. I don't know who the fuck this character is. Um, but Sleepy Hollow actress Jessica Camacho has been cast as the superhero Gypsy. Whoops. My bad. What the f- Did you just fall over? No, I knocked over my mic. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> New visitor to our world named Gypsy. DC Comics fans will be familiar. She will be coming into the world and Vi will definitely get to learn some new skills as part of getting to know her. Uh, um, created by such and such. She was introduced in Justice League of America Annual Number 2. <laughs> part of Justice League Detroit assembled by Aquaman following the destruction of the Justice League satellite. Possesses the ability to cast illusions permitting her to blend into the background and effectively become invisible. She can also project frightening images from minds of opponents. So, she's essentially Bungle from Juoger. Yeah. Without all the fishy sea, whatchamacallit, which still somehow does not make sense into the <laughs> overall theme of Juoger. Yeah. Which means it may make sense come Power Ranger adaptation time. Well, let's, let's just hope he doesn't lose it. Ha- Lose a hand. And so Flash will be back uh, sometime later. January 20-something. 23rd? Uh, Calendar check. On a Tuesday. 4th. 24th? Yep. Okay, that that works. Uh, Same day as uh, Justice League Dark, the animated movie fancy i should have known it was a tuesday (laughs) and then we get into the tv shows that i'm finally caught up on yep most of me prolonging this podcast was because i hadn't watched any of it because i hadn't had time to watch any of it i mean it still goes back it's like it still goes back to the thing it's like the reason why we prolonged this is because i haven't watched this because i didn't have time to watch this which goes back to the original problem time (laughs) Oh, more sirens. Fascinating. But yeah, so Supergirl happened. Monel was a thing. Yep. He got shot. We found out he's deathly allergic to lead. Well, technically uh, Cadman... we knew that already. Well, yeah, we knew that. Um Let's see. Martian Manhunter got injected with uh, white Martian blood cells to save his life. Cadmus yeah, and then Cadmus tried to uh, destroy all aliens and failed, sort yep. of. Thanks uh, to Lena Luther. Yeah, and then uh, Monel gets cured, and because of the uh, the disease thing, John gets cured. Yep. Though we do get to see John as a white Martian for a few. It wasn't seconds. really a white Martian. It was like. A white green Martian, or a green white Martian, because he still had like the green, like, paleness to his skin, yeah. and he wasn't fully white Martian. He was like a hybrid between between the two. Yeah, which still, still looked pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and now he's back to being normal. Yep. Oh, and uh, portals started randomly opening up and. <laughs> Kara didn't say it was Barry until she saw Barry and Cisco appear in her living room. I knew it was you! Then why didn't you say anything? Well, Wynn mentioned something. He said, I'd st- I'm going to start looking for tachyons. Yeah, and that was like the only nod we had. And then it was just forgotten. And I get it because I had to move along the Supergirl plot, but well, it was like... It also was the mid-season finale for Supergirl. Yeah, yeah, it was. So they had to close some things. 
uh, Alex came out and now has a girlfriend, which is great because it was probably one of the greatest coming out stories in a comic book show. I think what made it so great was because you hear all the horror stories of kids or just people not wanting to come out to like their parents of all people their parents and for her to have the hesitation especially from what Alex has been through because it's always been about Kara Kara yeah. this how you know, save Kara that make sure Kara is okay blah 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 so for her to be skeptical about even coming out about any um, you know, for lack of a better term strangeness or abnormality is kind of ridiculously stressful so that whole scene there was a lot more to it than what was than it was just it wasn't just a daughter coming out to a mother it was a daughter who always felt second best that she didn't feel right there was it was she was treated as if I'm only here to make sure that Kara is safe. That's why I'm here. And was never treated like a true daughter. I mean, we saw that in the beginning of the first season. Yeah. The way she just felt like, that's why I'm here. And every, you know, Kara uses her powers and Alex gets blamed for it. And so for her to say that and to just be shocked when her mother's like, it doesn't matter. I love you either way. And then they hugged and they cried it out and everything was great. And honestly, that's what needed to happen. They needed to have that thing because, again, coming out is difficult for a lot of people. Again, especially to parents. So to actually portray that in such a, like, in a loving way, in a story based around a female main character I think yeah. was the best move and it was such an awesome scene all of the scenes where she's sort of figuring it out yeah it's some of the best out there and I made sure to mention that in my essay Good. which no none of you get to read because it's my essay Well, I haven't even read it so exactly I haven't posted it anywhere else other than to my professor. <laughs> other than your professor, yeah. Yeah. Also, but, question. Yeah. Hmm. Does Kara know? Did yeah. I miss that? Oh, yeah. No, like, Kara knew. Kara already knew. Like, before telling the mom. Did Did because Alex tell her? She said that she wasn't, like, like she had feelings and... And I think Kara mentioned like because you're you're gay or something like that, and I don't remember the exact scene I, off the top of my head. I, I won't lie. This, like, was, this was a giant ass binge for oh, me. Just oh, to oh get yeah, to I don't blame. Crossover. And it's been it's been you know three weeks since I last watched it, and you know my brain, my brain is switched. Too cheese. many things going on. Yeah. Um. So I don't I don't remember because that was always the thing. I was like I was watching the episode, and I'm like. But Kara doesn't know. Kara does know. Well, I mean, because at the time, that's what I was saying. I'm like, Kara doesn't know. She hasn't told her. Unless it was in, like, the episode previous to the four-part, previous to the uh, mid-season finale. 
It was. Okay, so that's I, probably why, because I was bad with Supergirl. And I, I don't hate... Like, honestly, I would rather watch Supergirl than, than Arrow. It's just, Even though Arrow has gotten better, it's still not the best. Oh, yeah, by be. any by any means. Um, But, yeah, I, I just kept forgetting to watch it. Mostly because I also had... D, I have D&D on Monday nights. Yeah. During Supergirl. So it, I would always forget about it. And then it was like, oh, shit, I gotta watch Supergirl. And then I'm like, do I really want to? It's more of like a lazy factor. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. I just happened to have a free day and a half where I just yeah. crammed everything in leading up to the crossover. And I live-tweeted it all. Yep. <laughs> it was fun. But I I feel like... Not we, like I killed any brain cells or anything. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> like Supergirl has gotten better. Part of the thing I don't like about the show right now is that can't that cat left i understand why because Callista flockhart didn't move there and i again i understand that i understand that whole thing it just kind of sucks because i feel like cat was like cat was kara's rock honestly more than alex like alex kind of had that like i'm your sister and i love you blah 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 type stuff but cat was like look you got to get your shit straight because if you're not going to get it straight then you're you're going to lose something and she she was like the slap in the face that i think Kara needs sometimes nobody else does that well snapper does but in a very mean douchey way yes snapper like cat gives snaps at her Cat gives you cat get would give you a slap in the face if you said I'm not worth it. I don't think I'm worth it. I don't think I can do this. She would slap you in the face. Snapper Snapper, up Snapper you would slap worthless. you in the face if you gave him an article he didn't like. Like that that's the two type of things and it's like Cat would give you one only if you really need it. Snapper is just more of like I don't like what you did. Slap yeah. Regardless and of how had, bad it was. We had Jimmy take over as the new cat. Yeah. And he became the guardian. Yep. Because, you know, then, that happened. Yeah. And then we had someone who was like the anti guardian or whatever, who I kept mistaking for vigilante, but that was on Arrow. <laughs> <sighs> they looked too similar. That was the problem. The costume design was too similar. And then on Flash, we had Barry getting his ass beat by the literal fastest man alive. Yeah. Savitar. Which everyone called Julian being alchemy. I Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Like, I'm, like honestly, what tipped me off... I don't know if, if it did, was the same for everybody else. What tipped me off was the whole thing of like, hey, we know where alchemy is. Great, where's Julian? I don't know, I haven't seen him all day. That was like, great, okay, so Julian is alchemy. Good to know. <laughs> and then, you know, to put the to put the nail in the coffin, like, one they found out, it's like, the Philosopher's Stone. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? Yep. You had to go there. Like, I get it. The Philosopher's Stone is a big thing in alchemy, but also it's Tom Felton. Which is funny because 
the first Harry Potter movie was originally called The Philosopher's Stone. It's they called ch- The Philosopher's Stone everywhere except for the U.S. They changed it because they didn't think an American audience would know what a Philosopher's Stone was or something like that. And it's like, you're kidding. Like, look, okay, I get and it. See, Our how, country... see how accessible Full Metal Alchemist is? It's like, I, I get it. Our country doesn't always come off as the smartest. I'm not going to fault you for that. But give the <laughs> give some of us credit. I mean... The benefit of the doubt. Not all of us are Donald fucking Trump, alright? We have brain cells in our head. We know what we're doing. And those brain cells aren't spray tanned. Correct. We're not walking <laughs> Cheetos with a wig. <laughs> and there's our political statement for the podcast. Yes. You're welcome. Because this is also post-election. We yeah. haven't talked since the election. <coughs> um, so, I mean, the big the big storyline I feel like with Flash, besides Savitar, was uh, Wally. was Wally trying to learn how to harness. The Wally, powers. don't stand in front of the car! Damn it, Wally! Yeah, why are you standing in front of a car? And honest, honestly, that whole the Wally scenario actually just like annoyed me. I'm like, everybody is being so irrational that it, it's like a tug of war. It's like you're being irrational, tug. No, you're being irrational, tug. And it's like, can we just cut the rope and be like, look, both of you are being stupid. We need to talk about this in a rational, non-emotional way, so we can come up, come up with a you know. A solution. And honestly, that's what HR did. And I'm actually starting to like HR now. Yeah. He's got I miss good Harry. points. Yeah. I miss Harry still because Harry is always going to be my favorite. Which is funny when you think about it because why do people call him HR? Dude, that's what he calls himself. Well, I know, but it's like that's... Your, uh, what's his last name? Wells. Where well yeah Harrison Wells that's right I could I couldn't remember like you know, it's like your name is Harrison Wells you'd be H W not H R unless his middle name is like Ronald or it's H R is just short for Harrison yeah I guess but like who knows yeah I but do I, I do like I do like H R yeah he's growing on me he's like I'm an enabler I don't do shit. <laughs> but I enable people to do shit. Yeah. And I'm just glad Wally got his powers. I'm kind of upset that it came out in the most predictable manner. Because yeah. everyone was like, oh, Alchemy's going to give him his powers. Even though it was by accident. He touched a stone. He touched the Philosopher's Stone. And because Savitar is the Philosopher's Stone. Yep. That we find out later on because you put the Philosopher's Stone in the casket, he goes poof. He literally just poofs. Yeah. And I'm like, so much for a speed god. <laughs> and, and it's funny too because, like, the whole reason why they were worried about Wally is because he's fast. Great. He doesn't know how to fight. The Speed Force doesn't give you the ability to be a martial artist. It's not like the morphing grid. No. It's like, you have speed. You can run fast. Great. What if somebody punches Barry you? Had to, Barry had to learn how to punch. Yeah. 
Like he had to learn all of these things. You're fast, great. We can we can acknowledge that, but you can't go out there. Like he's faster than Barry. A, a, a good example is, um, when the rest of the team in the invasion was turned against Barry and uh, Oliver, and then while he's like, "I'm going out there," he sped out, stood in front of something for Barry. Just got like blown back like a hundred yards, and just landed hard and was out. And then like he's like, "I'm going to help!" Boom! Ah, kush. Barry comes on. It's like in the most recent episode as well, where he goes and like distracts Savitar. It's like you you didn't do shit. Yeah, Barry comes on the intercom while he's down. While he's down, I'm like, he's been gone for like five seconds. Like. (sighs) Wally needs to like get some lessons in fighting from Jax. Someone, because Jax knows how to fight when he's by himself, when he's not attached to uh, Stein. Yeah, Stein's the one who needs Jax more than Jax needs Stein. Yeah, definitely. Because Stein can't fight; he's an old dude. He's a legend of yesterday and tomorrow. And then, of course, (laughs) we had the reveal in the invasion about the the message that 50-year-old Barry left for Rip. Now, was was the message left about the Dominators? Could be. I'm not sure if it was about the Dominators... But, See, that's why I'm curious. Because that's what I was always worried about. I'm like, is it about the Dominators? Is it about something that has yet to happen? Maybe both. Because, uh... Yeah, I... That was that was a kind of a huge and, plot point. And then they just kind of like, well, let's tell them anyway. And then spill the beans. And, you know, Diggle stole the, the crossover, as usual. Yep. And aliens. Aliens. And he thought his life was simple. Yep. <laughs> and then the whole finding out that he had a daughter and just chewing Barry out about it. They all did. Like, oh, except for Oliver. Oh, yeah. Oliver was the only one who didn't chew him out. Because Oliver sort of understands. In a weird way. Yeah. Also, because Oliver's life was not affected at all. Nope. And... Stein could have, like, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but Stein could have been the reason why he has a daughter, but Flashpoint also could have been the reason why. Like, it could have been a combination of both incidences. Yeah. Wrecking havoc on the timeline. Um, But the show won't admit it. Yeah. And then, to add to the drama before... We come back in January, we had the whole thing of Barry going to the future and seeing Iris get stabbed through the stomach or the chest by, by uh, Savitar. Savitar. So, and then, of course, we had the prophecy by Savitar, too, when they hooked up Julian to the the machine. The, yeah. The seance machine? Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> He, what was the prophecy like 
you'll be betrayed by one, one will die. Yeah. Something like that. And it's like, well, I feel like we kind of know who's going to betray him. It's going to be either, in my opinion, it's going to be HR or Caitlyn. That's mine. Um, I'm saying either HR, Caitlyn, or even Wally to an extent. Because... Because of what happened with Wally, but and who it's it's funny because they they show Iris dying. I can guarantee you, by the time that happens, Iris will not die. Who uh, I yeah. the person I think is going to die is Wally. Wally's going to be there for the second half of the season, and then he's going to sacrifice himself, a la Barry, in. Uh, Flash, no, not Flashpoint. Was it Young Justice? Where they yeah. ran really fast and then he disintegrated? Yeah, that was Young Justice. Yeah, that's what where I feel. Wally like. became Wally's... part of the Speed Force and that was the end of season two. Oh, that Wally sacrificed himself. Wally was the one who sacrificed himself. So yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. He's going to sacrifice himself either in the season Or was finale. that at the end of season one? No, he was in season it was two. two. Never mind. It was two. Yeah, Towards the latter half of season two, because yeah. there was like an episode or two after that when they were still mourning it. Yeah. So, Wally's going to be dead by the end of this season. That's what I'm calling. All right. And for those of you listening into the future, please don't tell us. <laughs> I mean, we probably already know by the time. Time shit. Wibbly um, wobbly. Yeah. And then we had Arrow, which... I only know what happened in the 100th episode. Okay, so to quickly recap, Prometheus is a little shithead. Uh, Evelyn has been feeding Prometheus intel on who Team Arrow is. Uh, Prometheus is the illegitimate slash legitimate son of someone Oliver was in, Oliver dealt with back in quote-unquote season one that wasn't shown in the show but we do have flashbacks into season one which we don't actually have a bratva flashback like we've had in previous episodes so the flashbacks are a little weird because it's not exactly five years back it's four years back so when he first donned the hood so that means whoever prometheus is we have not met them no, we've seen a baby picture of them. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't matter then. Because there were, <laughs> there, were, there were so many things going around, like it was Detective Lance. He's dead. Or dying. Or uh, something like and that. And then there were Prometheus people... took him out. There were people saying it was Laurel. Like somehow she was brought back to life and she was uh, turned uh, into Prometheus. Well, she did appear at the very end of well, that, well, the yeah, I know recent that. episode. I know so that. So we don't know. But, we don't know who that is. Yeah. Like I said, that, that that Laurel could be Earth 2 Laurel. It could be the Laurel. Earth 18 they, Laurel. It, it, yeah, it could be the Laurel that is part of the Arrowverse and like brought back Lazarus Pit style or something like that. I mean, it could... I guess I even told Sean it could be like one of those things that like Cisco saw when he opened the box with the philosopher's stone because you know 
Stein was not Stein. Mick was having those too, but then you know Sean said, "Well, maybe Mick's just going crazy." Which again, it could also be that. So we'll have to wait until the the what, show's return. What would, what would they call it? The I mean, we have mid-season finale. It's the mid-season premiere. Mid-season premiere. I thought so. Or the spring premiere. Spring premiere. All right. Because technically, so. it's the winter finale, and then the spring premiere. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait to see what happens there. Now, by the end of the season, was Evelyn still against the team? Yeah. Okay. She's in because once she found out that Oliver used to kill people, just regardless, uh, she sort of went on the side of Prometheus and said, like, you're no hero. And I'm like, you bitch. (laughs) people change no no they don't clearly they don't even though he saved multiple lives even just saved the world from an alien invasion but no people don't change okay and also curtis got hit by prometheus and he was in the hospital he got out of the hospital and hung out with felicity felicity's boyfriend's now dead uh prometheus dressed him up as prometheus and was holding a weapon, so Oliver thought he was Prometheus and killed him. Wow. Yeah. Well, his mouth was duct taped, so you couldn't hear him. Like, yeah. And Felicity did not take it well, but she doesn't blame Oliver. She doesn't blame Oliver. Unlike, you know, Cisco blaming Barry for everything wrong. God. Grow a fucking pear, Cisco. Jesus Christ. Well, it, that that sort of got, you know, waxed over courtesy of the crossover. Because when he went back in time with the Legends crew, he fucked up the timeline a little bit. Yeah, and then he's like, oh wait, I just fucked up time like Barry did, and I get mad at him for it. Well, okay, I guess I have to forgive Barry now. And it's like, he's your best fucking friend, you should have... You should. Yeah. Uh, you can be mad at him for a little bit of time and be like, "So what? You fucked up my life, dude. What the fuck?" And then no, it can just kind of sit sit there for maybe a couple, you know, two, three weeks to a month, blah blah blah, and then you get over it. Like, move on with your freaking life. And he couldn't. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just I wanted to slap him in the face and say, "Get over it." Exactly. And so. Then we move over to Legends. Not much else happened in Arrow. Uh, Christmas party happened. And Oliver said some inspirational shit. Because he's mayor. So, you know, mayors have to say some inspirational shit. Oh, Thea came back as uh, Speedy. Like, she's in the costume again. Well, I know she came back for the, uh, yeah, the Other than the crossover. Like, okay. post-crossover, she still redonned the costume. Right. Oh, and... Uh, Prometheus is making Oliver's life living hell because I think Diggle got rearrested and uh, Curtis's husband just left. Felicity's boyfriend is dead. Renee and Rory, they don't really have anyone to hit other than each other because Rory is from New Haven or Haven Rock, which got nuked and we don't really know much about Renee other than he doesn't like following rules and he hates that his code name is Wild Dog 
Hmm. And that he uses guns. That's about it. And then Legends, we've got Wibbly Wobbly Timey Wimey stuff. Uh, Nate learning how to control his powers. The Atom Suit being destroyed. Atom Suit being rebuilt. Samurai style. We talked about that. I think that might have yeah. been the last episode we talked about was the Samurai. I think episode. that might have been. Um, so the suit got rebuilt because they went back to 2016. Uh, more shit happened. Well, Someone punched Einstein in the face. That was fun. Technically <laughs> speaking, he has a new Adam suit because they went back to the Wild West and figured out that there was like a dwarf star mine. Yeah, there was a dwarf star mine. But he, when he came back to 2016, he had the available. Oh yeah, st- like stuff. And that's when like he it also... was rebuilt for invasion. And then that's where he also built. Uh, Steel's suit. Which is very intriguing. Um, and then as, let's say, the invasion happened, time travel shit happened, uh, we still haven't had an interaction between Rip and Barry, so we don't have uh, Barry getting ripped by Rip. Nope. Yet. Um, so then we go to the Roaring Twenties where Malcolm Merlin joins the fray, joins the quote-unquote Legion of Doom, and is the nicer guy of the group. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, the bad guys get the amulet, which turns out to be a compass. Or uh, <laughs> Merlin said something really stupid, and it was hilarious. It's like, oh, so it's just it's just a, like, oh, like a astronomy map or an observatory in your pocket it's like no you idiot it's a compass (laughs) i think one of the things that are funny about the mid-season finale is when vixen showed up to save sarah everyone (laughs) well like when she showed up in sarah and you know he's like where's stein oh we have to go find him and then they left and then there was the scene where they, I think it was Mick and Jax were carrying him, like Stein had an arm around each of their shoulders and they were carrying him out. They went to commercial right after that scene and all I could think of was that is clearly not Stein. That is totally not Stein and I'm calling it now. Then I went to the bathroom by the time I came back in, they had already started. Well, no, they didn't start. It was, like, right before the next, like, before the show came back. Yeah. And when they came back, it was Nate. I think it was Nate and Ray. And Ray was in the the Adam suit. He's like, okay, so great. The bad guys have the amulet. And I'm like, wow. I wasn't even here, and I called it. <laughs> Like, also because I remembered the device. Well, we had we the had de- the scene where uh, Martin, like, face swapped with uh, Eobard. So Eobard was in the Stein. Like, he was disguised as Stein. Well, I because I didn't see that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And Sarah came in right after he like rummaged through the library, and he's like, "Cause oh, I have a daughter." Like, he was like not sure of 
talking. And yeah, because the, the last thing I saw was them helping Stein after they had infiltrated the place. And then they went to commercial. I went to, I went to the bathroom because I think I was having stomach problems or whatever. But by the time I came back, he had already come back to being Eobard again rather than Stein. And then they were trying to defend the ship and all of that stuff. So that's why I was like, yeah, I called it. Because also the device that Thawne used on Stein was, was the, the same was the same the one he used on copying. Wells, except it drained Wells. Yeah, it was that's what he said. This is normally supposed to kill, but I've changed it so that it's just going to cause a lot of pain. Yeah. So. Yep. And so. Then we find out that Rip is now a movie director. That was great, especially because he speaks with like an American accent, which, uh, I, which I didn't know he could do. But that's pretty cool. It was kind of funny. I'm like, wait, why is? I thought it was like the guy in the duster who was. I'm like, wait, that's that that doesn't look like Arthur Darville. Wait, why is he wearing? Why is he wearing his shit? Who are you? Oh, why does he have a mullet? <laughs> Well, because I have my, more questions than answers. <laughs> well, like, there's two things that are in my head for that scene. One, he either knows he is Rip Hunter and is just trying to make a film, hoping maybe they'll see it and be like, "Why is there a movie starring Rip Hunter? Hey, maybe Rip has something to do with it." They go back to find him and be like, "Oh, hey, there you are," and then whatever happens. Or he has memories of Rip Hunter. But he yeah. doesn't think he is Rip Hunter. Like, he, he like wiped right. his own memory. So he thinks he's John Doe playing a... Di- he, he's a director well, in Hollywood. Well, he's a director, yeah. And But in actuality, he's just had his mind wiped. So, in my head, it's one of those two things. But, yeah. Um, so, sometime next year... Legends will be moving to Tuesdays. Unfortunately. After Flash. And then it'll end before April 4th because April 4th will be when iZombie comes back. So, Is there a reason why they're moving it to Tuesdays other than ratings? Because like I, the 100. Oh, okay. The 100 is coming back and it usually has that Thursday time slot. And... Because it feeds off of the supernatural viewership. Yeah. So then once 100 season ends, they'll go back to Thursdays, I guess? Well, Legends is going to finish its season up on Tuesdays. Okay. Because I think Frequency or whatever show comes on after um, on Tuesday is going to be over once once that switch happens but I don't know when that switch happens because I don't have the article on hand I'd have to go digging through the messages that I've had with uh, my editor Andy because he likes to send me stuff for funsies Um, well he also sent it to the group so um, oh, that's right. I have no internet connection. Fantastico. How do you not have internet connection? We're talking. Well, I do on my on my laptop. Oh. Um, but 
I don't on my phone for some strange reason. Um, uh, oh, yeah, we, he also shared a, an article from Toy Arc about uh, an iZombie figure, and I'm like, Haha, Toy Arc? Why does that sound so familiar? Hey, Toku Chris, what are you up to? <laughs> but yeah. I don't know when the switch is going to happen. It's going to happen when it happens. Um, but yeah. That is it for this section of the podcast. Yep. Whether this will be a, a whole episode by itself or not depends on shenanigans and stuff. Well, I mean, it's an hour and 44 minutes. We'll, it probably won't. I'll probably just mash it all together. We don't have as much to talk out. about in the Toku section. Mostly just me screaming what the fuck. Yeah, well, we'll both be screaming it. Uh, yeah, so. and me just wanting to punch someone in the face. E.T. knockoff. <laughs> but yeah, All right. so enjoy and whatever tune we decide, future us decides to put in the middle. Yeah. I got. I got to figure. I have ideas in mind, but we'll have to see. Who but knows? We'll be back with Toku after the break. <laughs> <laughs>